Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Part two with Coach Sullinger today. Um, but before we jump into that, um, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. You will not be disappointed with not only how easy it is to use and not only how easy it is to set up and break down and all those things. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> you have um, you have a machine that will basically rebound for you. They, they will get you shots and allow you the repetitions to become a good shooter. So mention coach unplugged your high school hoops and they'll give you $350 off. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. What, what do you have to lose at this point? You, well, you have a lot to lose. Maybe, maybe you don't have the right offense. Maybe you're not equipped for the end of the game. Maybe you don't know specific things that you need to know. Let someone who's done this for 30 plus years, who won numerous state titles, I, I've lost track of how many professional basketball players I've coached, but a couple NBA guys, you know, let me help you become um, the coach that you want to become. So you're not in that situation. I know I've had a lot of sleepless nights where it's like, oh, crud, I wish I had done this or this. Let us help you. Let me help you um, get over that. So go over and check out teachhoops.com, 14 day free trial. Prices are going to go up. So you're going to want to jump in ASAP before the first of the year, I'm telling you. Um, so, all right, let's head off. Drop a bomb on my house right now as I'm speaking to you. They can literally hit the room I'm sitting in. So that little gun is not going to protect me from a gun. Right. So <laughs> that's the reason right. it was written. We can talk about the political part of that some other time. But it's like, it, and that and that hits close to home just because I'm a teacher and all the shootings mm-hmm. and the kids that Correct. you know the mental health. That kids are not getting, you know, that's, you know, correct. you know, I'm married. Correct. You met my wife. She's a psychologist. She sees it on a daily basis that the right. health aspect, the, the, the help that pe- kids need is astronomical at this point. And that, you know, 
Correct. Why, why are we worried about other things? But anyway, um, let's let's dive into a couple basketball things. There's a couple things. So, is there one basketball moment in your coaching career that we could dive into for other coaches? Something, some, some, something that happened, or something that could be a learning process. I always ask every coach this question, just because uh-huh. sometimes it's an X and O thing, sometimes it's a kid thing, sometimes it's a parent thing. Something we could dive into and talk about that you think another coach that's listening to this could learn from? Well, you know, I always let my kids decide, you know, what we were going to do to get the, to get the ship to Harper. I tell them, you know, I'm going to ask you, you know, what is it we need to do? You're out there. What's the guy doing? Because they can only draw from what I taught them. Right. They're not going to come up with nothing new they, <laughs> because their options are only what I taught them. Right. Am I, am I right? Right, yeah. So I've asked them. So my, my thing with coaching was I tell the guys, look, your job is to get the ship to harbor. My job is to dock the damn thing. <laughs> I like that. Just get me to harbor. Yeah. Just get me to harbor. Right. Okay, so we had a, we had a turnover. We had a turnover, and we were up one. It was against our arch rival, Brookhaven, where – Lame, uh, uh, Jamel Cornley and, and, and Drew Lavender and uh, Terry Glenn and, oh, wow. and uh, all those guys went to school. So we have a turnover. And we're up one, and there's 11 seconds to go in the game. And so Brookhaven calls timeout, and they get the ball, call timeout. So my guys come over. So what am I going to do? Am I going to yell at them about the turnover? Right. No. Am I going to freeze them up with all the how important uh, this defensive stance is and, and all those different things? No. I want them to be free. I want them to feel loose. And I want them, to, I want them all to buy in. Because if they don't buy in, I'm in trouble. So here's what I told them. I said, all right, fellas. No biggie. I said, now let me ask you a question. What would you rather be? Down one with the ball with 11 seconds to go or up one on defense with 11 seconds to go? They said, up one on defense with 11 seconds to go. Right. I said, you're right where you want to be. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell them what, what, watch out for this. If right. we can't defend, if I haven't taught them to how to defend for 11 seconds without having to rehearse it, then I'm not doing my job. Right. Yeah. It's like you haven't taught them. Like we have final exams coming up this next week. It's like if I haven't taught you everything you need to know at this point, this weekend right. isn't going to matter. <laughs> you know? Correct. You can Correct. only cram so much. You know, hopefully I've taught you all right. the steps. Um, right. And so so here's the key to that. Here's, here's, the, here's the final product of what I just said. 60% of what a kid learns, they, they learn from another kid. Okay? Right. So without me telling them what to do, when they went back out on the court, they were talking about who I got. I got this guy. I got. Now, remember, so-and-so, now when he does that, I'll help you. See, they were listening and paying attention. They knew what them guys were doing out there. And then when they started talking amongst themselves, that has a way more effect than me telling them, remember, this guy here likes to do this. this. That puts semen in their feet. Right. But when they start talking to each other, they were loose. I don't need to tell you, we won that game. Yeah. So, you see, and so that's the one that I always remember. 
that's what that was the day I grew up as a coach. Right. Those yeah, kids yeah. made me a they made me a yep. better coach. Yep. And the thing is I tell people too, there's a there's a point later in your career where you have this like you you feel like okay, I'm centered enough, I know enough. Like I think when you're young you feel like you have to know everything and all this kind of stuff you're proving your worth. It's like I turn right. so much over to my kids now cuz it's their shit. Mm -hmm. I mean like I'm just helping them. You know, here right. Here's just the give tools, me the, guys. Just give me the harbor. Yeah, just just give, give me the harbor. harbor. I'll dock it. I love that. Yes, I'll get you. The, what would you What would you tell a young coach? Like if you if you had a young coach and they're they're listening to this, what would you tell them? What What would be your advice? Here's what I would tell. Here's Here's my advice to a young coach. Young coaches yell. The reason they yell is because they don't know what to say and they're trying to transfer the blame from them to the kids. Remember, coach, you're responsible for everything that's on the floor. The only way it gets on the floor is you put it there. Right. <laughs> and the next thing I would, I would tell them is this. I've never heard anyone scream instructions. So anytime you're screaming, it's because you don't know what to say. Right. Or you're yelling at the official. Yes. Yeah. You're deflecting. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. You see what I'm saying? But when you're teaching, you never yell teaching. Right. You you instruct. You instruct. Right. right. So when you catch yourself yelling, there's an area you as a coach needs to work in because you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. So you're trying to put it on the kids. Everyone in the stands knows that you, the kid has to play defense if the guy's scoring on them. The people yell, play defense, man. Oh, the coach's job is to tell you how to play defense. Right. Yes. So if you're yelling it, if you're yelling it, that means you don't know what to say. Because if you knew what to say, you would be instructing. Right. Yes. And, I, and, that, so, and, so, and I've noticed that later in my career. I don't really talk to the officials anymore. I'll, don't get me wrong. I'll yell at a, an official once in a while. But most of the time, I am so concerned about all the other things that are going on with my guys that I'm, right. I'm trying to help them. That, to be to be better players than than worrying about oh my god that wasn't a travel well whatever get back right. you know <laughs> well let me ask you a question how can every call against me be wrong <laughs> that's what it feels like <laughs> you you see but that's what we see on TV the right. NBA yeah. oh, every yeah. call is wrong right well, watch these thing. guys watch these guys in the finals it's like come on guys they whine after Correct. every call. Seriously, right. you're making $32 million a year, and you don't think these guys out here are doing the best that they can? And they're they some of the best right. officials in the world, and you world think they're right. wrong every time. <laughs> right. They, they, here's what I do with officials. Here's how – and, 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 and it, it, I found out it worked for me at the end of a game, and I, it wasn't my goal. It was, it was my goal to, to just to be part of the game. When, when, when my guy would reach – and get called for a foul, I tell the official, great call, man. I've been trying to get him to understand. I said, you just helped me have a better program because his kid fouled. Right. And so what I tell the kid, I've never seen anybody reach when their feet are moving. So in order for you to reach meant you quit moving your feet. Why don't you let your feet take your hands where you want it to go rather than reaching? Because every time you reach, you're going to get a foul. Right. I love that. You, 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 you see, and so, so therefore, 
now the official's going, well, he's not just yelling at me. He's also saying, good call, man. That's a great call. I've been trying to get that kid to do that. You, you're helping me have a better program. Right. Now, at the end of the game, this is just normal human instincts. At the end of a game, I have to make a call. It's a close call. I've got to call something. My subconscious is going to go against what's negative in my head. So at the end of a game, when there's a close call, I got a good shot. Is it going my way? Not because they planned it that way. It's just a human instinct. I got to call something. I don't know which way to go. The person has been yelling at me all game. It's going against his ass. Right. Excuse the French. Yes. You, you, you understand what I'm <laughs> I saying? Do. I do. Right. So, you know, it, 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 you learn how to become part of something that's bigger than you. The officials, they're part of the game. I got to learn how to become a part of them as well. Right. Yeah, and I'm worried so, about. I'm worried about our. Um, I'm worried about uh, the the number of officials that are coming up through the ranks, especially at the high school level. I'm really worried that we're going to run out of officials because, like, who wants to go out and make forty five bucks and get yelled at? <laughs> right. But you know, you know what it is. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. We are in the position where we're getting ready to pass the, the, the guard over to the next to the next generation. Right. We're, we're, you're getting close there with all the experience you have. Yep. So what happens is when you first started, you automatically gave the officials their props because they were there before you. Now, right. you're there before a lot of officials. That's another sign that you're coming to the end of your line because when – when you leave out, those are going to be seasoned officials, and then the, the new ones are going to come in and look up at those officials. They're going to retire out. They're going to look back at the new officials and say, boy, they got a lot to learn. It's just the process of coming to the end of the line. Right. That's what made me give it up. When I started hearing the parents in the background, I knew it was time to give it up because when I was still hungry and enjoying it, and having a ball with it. I never heard the parents, but the moment I start hearing them is because it's not as important as it used to be. Right. And that was a sign for me to say it's time, time to go. Time to pass the torch. I agree. All right, let's go through. I'm going to do my rapid fire with you, Coach. So these are questions. These are questions you got to answer with one. You get one answer. You don't get three. Okay. Okay. Who? Uh, one word to describe your ideal player. Hard nose, hard, hard nose. Okay. Uh, if you go to one sporting event, uh, what would that be? NBA final. Yeah, I've never been to an NBA final. All right. What, um, what's your favorite pregame meal? Pasta. Okay. Uh, what, uh, what's one thing you do to relax? Go home, enjoy my wife for okay. 43 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got 20. We got 20 coming up this summer. Um, Good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I know. They should get, like, there should be a special place in heaven for coaches' wives, to be honest with you. Oh, be. man. They make the, they make the <laughs> biggest sacrifice. They, they do. They do. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, they take, they take all the brunt of it. Um, best basketball player you have seen in person? 
Michael Jordan. Okay. Um, best player of all time. Michael Jordan. Okay. There's been a lot of discussion about that recently. All right. One thing you, that, that helped you become a better coach. My players. Ooh, I like that. No one said, no one said that. That's true. Yeah. I think it's like, um, best game you've seen in person. Uh, could I be coaching in it? Sure, absolutely. Mine's my I, mine's one of my state finals. Okay, Finley Prep when we played Finley Prep with Christian Thompson, Corey Joseph, Nick Johnson, Abib, all those guys were on the same team, and we beat them. Okay. Wow. They were they were averaging 128 points a game. And they had 17 points at halftime. <laughs> I'm sure they were talking to themselves walking into the locker room. Uh, well, Trey, Trey Burke held Corey Joseph to seven points, and Corey was averaging 28 a game. What year was that? That was in uh, 2010. 2010. All right. Um, one word to describe your coaching style. Hard nose. Okay. Kids uh, are nothing but an extension of their coach. coach. Well, best best basketball coach of all time. Uh, I'd have to go with Popovich. Yeah, he's getting more votes recently. All right. Now, I'm obviously not your book. One book you would recommend. We'd obviously recommend your book, Coach, but one book you'd recommend for a young coach. Uh, for Pat, Pat, Pat Riley's Winner Within. I like that too. Is that the one? Um, is that the one that talks about um, what does that talk about? Uh, the disease, of the, the disease of me. Oh my god! And all those kinds of yeah. oh yeah. Uh, Pat Riley. I, I yes. I I don't know if I've talked about that recently. I talk about the disease of me all the time. It's like the time, right? Oh, it's like it's this that unbelievably good book for people who are listening. Um. And that that one we've had. All right. So b- before we leave, Coach, I want to know what's going on with your sons. What are they? Where are they? What are they doing right now? Well, uh, JJ is uh, uh, JJ is uh, IT exec with uh, company HMP. Okay. Uh, Julian, the middle son that played at Kent State. Yep. Uh, is uh, assistant coach at Kent State University men's basketball. Okay. And Jared is just back from China, and he's old. Went over there, and lost weight, about forty pounds, got in tip-top shape, and is totally uh, unrestricted free agent. And his uh, agent is David Falk, which is oh. Michael Jordan's agent. Okay. And so <laughs> they are uh, seeing what's going on out he, there in the waters. Is he going to play summer league this this summer? No, he won't play summer league. That's for rookies and guys oh, trying to. Get in, yeah. Well, he's okay. no, he's a he's a vet, right? Even though he didn't play last year, sure. he doesn't have to go through that. He doesn't have you to know go through I mean? that. So, no. Right. So, what's the process then when someone comes back after they? I mean, I know he played for the Celtics and the other things. What happens when they go overseas and they come back? Do they have to? What do they? They go do workout. They don't even have to do that anymore, do they? Well, they probably yeah. He probably had to go in and work out. It's more of getting to know the person. You know, right. you. you they get you good and tired and find out where you're at mentally. Right. And I think Jared's got his hunger back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things came a little too easy for him. 
right? And, and for Trey, they came a little too easy for him, and both of them had their little trials and tribulations, and they both, you know, worked their way. I'm quite sure Trey got back. He's with the Knicks, and uh, and he went through the D League route, where Jared went on over to China and played in China for a year. It's such a hard, I you know, it's such a hard. That's such a hard process too, you know. It, but it's it's that ups and downs. I mean, we, we, I I don't know if you believe in a growth mindset, but sometimes you got to fall down before you can stand up and run away. You know, it's like that. that kind well, of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Here's the thing: if you got to get to the point where you're hungry again, because a lot of these kids, all of a sudden, that paycheck, and you think you're there. Right. And you're not. And right. And if you can't get hungry again, then you're done because then you just played for the money. Right. You gotta play for the love of the game. Right. And if you don't play for the love of the game, you're not gonna be around long. Right. And 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 when we're taping this, the NBA finals is on. You can trust me, you can see those guys. I don't always agree with the way but they behave, but they're playing to win that game. It ain't about the paycheck. Correct that point it's about right, like right i'm gonna beat you you know <laughs> right right you can see it in steph's right. face you can see it in lebron's face it's like that's a whole different world like i am i mean right i would rip your heart out and eat it if i could get away with it right, right. but here's the here's the thing people fail to realize the nba doesn't pay you for what you do during the regular season right they pay you for what you can do in the playoffs right that's where you get your max the max uh, contracts. Right. His yeah. regular season means nothing. Yeah. It's just getting it's, your it's, and so them yeah. <laughs> so those guys are playing because if they're not if they're so close to the championship, if they if they become the weak link, they're traded. Right. Yeah. And they don't want to go and start that process all over again. Right. Yeah. And I don't think these young guys realize too. It's the NBA, but it is a billion dollar. It's an industry. It's a you know correct. <laughs> it's a it's you know they're they're paying them that much money because they're making more than that much. <laughs> right. You know they're making right. thirty five million, but that means the owner's making seventy five million. It's like they're not doing right. it for the it's charity. <laughs> right. Well, you know, here's the thing. You know, the NBA uh, league pass right goes around the world. Yeah, China has more basketball fans, NBA fans, right. than we have citizens. <laughs> right. It's crazy. You got me? Right. So they're making they're making money all over the world. Right. So when and, and each team has their own station right. that's affiliated with the and so if they don't get a, a sellout, even though you got league pass, Cleveland they, they black it out. You, right. you, can't, you can't watch it. And right. You got to go to their station and watch it. Right. You, you see? And so yeah. it's, I mean, and it's a business. And these it guys is. need to understand it's a business. And a lot of them mentally can't make that transition. Right. Yes. Um, do you think there's ever going to be, do you ever think there's going to be a minor league, uh, un, unlike the NCAA? Do you ever think there's going to be a minor league for the NBA? You know they're going to have to revisit that because so the 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 well you know we're talking about money again. It, the the NCAA is the only multi billion dollar nonprofit I ever seen right. in my life. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. 
And, you know, let's go back to, the, and keep it real, let's go back to uh, uh, the tattoo gate with Ohio State. Yeah. And Jim Trestle got fired and all. Well, they played Arkansas in the in a bowl game. Right. They gave them permission to play the players in the Arkansas game. And then come June, they made them forfeit the game. They gave them permission to play it. Right. So basically what the NCAA said to them was, it's okay for us to make money with ineligible players, but it's not okay for you to make money with ineligible players. players. Right. Basically, that's all the message was. Right. No, I just think I, – I think I – think, I think the, the the facade of the the, the the amount of money the colleges are making. I just think I don't know. I just think it's a disservice. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I think the system it's is broken. educational value. Right. Yeah, it's lost its educational value. You know, like you know, just think of a of an AD, and I won't mention his name, but you, it won't take much for you to research. Starting quarterback, get caught DUI. Right. Guess what? He gets suspended again. I agree with that 100%. Right. 100%. It doesn't make any difference whether the kid was underage or of age. It's against the law to drive and drink. Right. As soon as the kid comes back from his suspension, they start selling liquor at the stadium where the football game is played. Right. Now you, you're releasing 110,000 potential DUIs. Right. Every Saturday. Right. What's the message? Yeah. What's the What's the message? It's okay for us to make money. Let the police worry about the DUIs. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, there's where we're, we're losing it. Yeah. We're losing it right there. You, you know what I mean? We're yeah. losing it. You're going to take the high ground on the kids, but then throw it all out the window because I can make more money for the university. Right, and that's with all the stuff that, with all the stuff that's hit with the FBI investigation, all that stuff. It's like it just kind of gets brushed away. It's like seriously, like this is a serious. Mm -hmm. These are serious infractions. I right. Mean, let Let's be serious then. Let them. Let's pay them. Let Let's do something. I mean, you're you're, you're right. fooling yourself with all these. Like it's a you know, I don't know. The, I tell you what, I got a theory. I got a theory. That what should be done. Are you ready? You got time uh -huh. for me to tell you what my uh -huh. theory is? Yep. I think that the kids should get paid not enough money to go buy a car, right. clothes, right. fans, but, you know, 1500 to $2,000 a month so that they can take their girlfriend. You know, minimum right. wage right. is what I'm basically saying. Yep. For every hour spent with basketball, whether it's conditioning, yep. study table, yep. uh, whatever you're doing with basketball. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yep. Minimum wage. If the NCAA already has it to where they only allow so many hours a week, so you can't mm -hmm. be pumping hours up on them. There's, right. there's so many hours you can only deal with them a week. So give minimum wage for that. Number two, every year that they come back to school, you put money into uh, 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 where you got a trust fund. Right, trust fund, something so they can't touch it. To retirement. Right. I think it's you put it like an IRA. You put it in an IRA and you can't touch this until you're 60, 60 or something. No, no. 35. 35. Okay. Because now you're through with all the dumb stuff. You're getting ready to raise a family. Family. Now yeah, you, you buy a, a down yep. payment. payment. Yep. You got a down payment for a house. Yep. You, you know what I mean? And right. then the money that they're putting over there for that period of time is making enough interest 
that you're never spending the money. You're just using the interest of the money. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? And yeah. then if a kid graduates, they even get more. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's because like, you'd have made so much money for the university. Right. With their with their jerseys, with their stuff. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, you and I 100% you, agree on this. <laughs> right. And then you'd have incentive to come back to school, stay four years, get a degree. Because, you know, if you don't make it, then you're going off into the world. You work, And at 35, when you get through with all that dumb stuff, all of a sudden you got your little nest egg that you can buy a house with or you can invest in. You can do it, you, but you're not dumb anymore. Right. You, you got me. You, you, you put it this way. You shouldn't be dumb at 35. <laughs> and the thing is, up the money and the and thing is, like okay, that. so you see all these kids. You, they, you have to understand there's like, I don't even know how many there are, like 300 NBA players. There's 300 of them. Mm-hmm. There's seven and a mm-hmm. half billion, B, billion people in the world. <laughs> right. You know, you are chasing not a U.S. dream. You're chasing a world dream. Like, there's kids Correct. in Germany that want it as bad as you do. Like, and that's, right. you know, and that's why your, son, your, your son's so blessed. Um, cause right. It, yeah. yeah. And he knows how blessed he is. See, and that's the key. You know what I mean? He's in a fraternity, a very right. small fraternity. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's what I don't think kids understand. That's why there has to be alternatives for these kids. Like, you have right. to, you know, I don't know. It's just there's there's such a small percentage of them that actually make the league that it's like let's make sure they get their degrees let's make sure they have something right. when they leave there that will you right. know, <laughs> that they can do something with the rest of their lives and I love that money right of that trust fund put it away all that kind of stuff right well well thank right. you coach I really appreciate coming on I'm sure my wife says she's going to make it a yearly ritual to go see so I'm sure she'll see you again. Um, she be sitting right here in Starbucks. All right, she. All I'm right, sure buddy. She will. I look Thank forward you. to meeting you too, man. Yep, for sure, absolutely. Talk to you soon, Coach. Bye, bye, hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, take thirty seconds, please, please, please. Hit five stars. Go over and 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 leave us a review. We'd really appreciate that wherever you listen. Um, also, make sure if you're looking for free resources, go over and check out Teach Hoops on YouTube. There's all sorts of free resources. Subscribe there. Like I've touched it before, my goal is 100,000 100, uh, subscribers. A long ways to go. Um, anyway, and then if you're really thinking of taking your coaching to the next level, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Have a great Wednesday. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply